I'm Natasha. And I'm Sarah. We're two girlfriends who met in the entertainment industry where we found the most important commonality, our faith in Jesus. This is our faith-based podcast where we share with you guys encouragement from the Word of God, different struggles that we faced as believers, and how we navigate being in the world but not of the world. We are Covered Covered by by Grace. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Covered by Grace podcast. Today we're going to do another mishmash episode. We call it our random episode as we're recording here because it's going to be a bunch Mm. of questions, which uh, I think a lot of you guys liked last time. So we asked you on Instagram for some questions to submit some questions and topics to us. And so we have those here. So we're going to just jump right into it and uh, we'll get started. So, first question. (laughs) Feels like we're on a game show. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, We have a timer. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) What advice would you give to meet more holy people? All right. So, I guess we can do what we did. Yeah. So, I can maybe start off and then, Natasha, you can just add whatever you feel led to add onto this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is one of the questions that you guys submitted to us. And I mean, I guess that can mean like Christian friends and other people that you kind of want to be around so that you can increase your faith, because obviously that's really important, right? So I guess just to get straight to it, um, to meet more (laughs) holy people, I feel like, well, to be honest, one of the main things that I did is I actually really prayed for the Lord to bring me Christian friends. Mm. And I also just want to say that I don't, not all my friends are Christian. So I have lots of friends that are not Christian. And it's not like a club where you, mm-hmm. you only have to have Christian friends or something, but it is Exclusive, important yeah. exclusively, <laughs> but it is important for your faith to be able to have those people that you can go to, that you can pray with, they can encourage you, um, keep your faith strong and everything. So the main thing that I did was I prayed in my friends. Like I was like, Lord, like, you know, please bring me friends that yeah, Christian friends. And it and it didn't happen right away, to be honest. It wasn't something that happened immediately. It's something that took time. And I also feel like as mm-hmm. your faith develops more too, then you get to that maturity level as well, where you're going to attract other people who are kind of on the same, not that you have to be exactly the same spiritually, which is not really a thing anyways. But um, yeah, I think that as you mature in your faith, you'll start meeting other people like that as well. And uh, maybe the mm-hmm. other thing I'd probably add is instead of also just like sitting around and only praying and doing nothing, because we also have to like take action steps. I feel like when you involve yourself in in different areas, like it sounds so basic, but serving in your church or um, Mm -hmm. yeah, taking a step where you actually are involving yourself in your community as opposed to just sitting around and praying, which is so powerful, but I think God sometimes needs us to also take an action step. Um, So those would be my pieces of advice when it comes to that. Is there anything you wanted to add onto that? Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it there. Um, Like you said, when your faith, like when it personally grows, I feel like it matures the people around you almost as well because it kind of reflects, you reflect onto them and it might help their walk. Mm -hmm. So I even know like within my family, for example, like even the last five, six years, like when my faith walk has been growing stronger around me, it seems like people have more questions and they also seem to be more inspired to follow Jesus versus like not proclaiming your faith. You know what I mean? Like it's one mm. of those things like as you mature, every everything kind of falls into place around you. And so I found that that's helped me as well as just like praying into it. And just as my faith walk grew, my friend circle kind of became a little more clear to me. Um, 
you know, your your uh, commonalities grew between your friends. And then I think that that's how it kind of made that clear for me. But then, like you said, serving at church is also a really great one. Or even joining things like Alpha. Mm-hmm. If there's a local like Alpha in your community, like I know we met a lot of um, really great friends, my mom and I, like going to some Alpha courses when I was a bit younger, but they ended up being like lifelong friends because you kind of are all there to learn about one amazing thing and to all have that commonality. It just really kind of has that foundation for a great friendship. So um, that's awesome. And then like I'm on the worship team at my church, so having people who are lovers of Jesus, but also like lovers of music, that's also really cool, like to have those same interests. So definitely recommend that. And like, if you're in school or something, maybe there's like a club that you can start or something like that to like help grow. Like, I feel like that would be really cool. Like, I wish I had that at my school, like a Christian club, Um, because then you could just like grow together and like make friends that all want to learn how to further their walk um, in the kingdom with their brothers and sisters. So I think that that would be, that would be a cool thing. Yeah. Maybe someone should start that. <laughs> I think that's really good. Like a yeah, Jesus club. That someone should start that. <laughs> yeah. Cause anyone can start that in whatever school that they're in and where, wherever they are. And yeah, I think that's really good also that you mentioned, cause it's also taking initiative mm-hmm. as well. Like you're taking initiative to start something. And I also think, think, yeah, sometimes you have to, a lot of times you have to take initiative with the friendships as well. Like um, just to add one more point onto this is like, I know when I went to this church in Toronto, I honestly mm-hmm. made probably like one friend there. And honestly, it was my fault that I didn't make any more friends because I would go and I can be sometimes like a really private person. So I'll just like, I won't even make eye contact. I'm just like, I just go in and I sit down, I do my thing and then I just leave. And like, that's just how I would act all the time. But you yeah. know, also just a history behind that. Like I've kind of always been the type of person where I have friends that have very like um, forward and outgoing personalities and they would kind of find me first. So I never had to really develop those skills of like making friends because I would always find people with super strong personalities that would gravitate towards Mm. me and be like, you're coming with me. You're my friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just like, okay, I go along with them and everything. So I think, you know, if you haven't really had that practice of having to initiate making friends as well, but sometimes it's are not fault, but I know it was my fault that I didn't, I would say, oh, I don't have any Christian friends, but I didn't even try, you know? And at the time Mm -hmm. I didn't even serve at the church. So I think sometimes we can see like, okay, what can I, what can I do? So. Yeah. And sometimes you don't realize, you don't realize that someone else is a Christian as well, like until you start talking to them, like say at work, for example, Mm -hmm. like Sarah and I, we both didn't know that about each other like when we first working with each other we had no idea because I feel like it's kind of a conversation that some people are a little bit nervous to talk about like which which makes sense like it's not always appropriate in all workplace settings necessarily but I mean now my perspective on that has changed and I feel like sure like I will tell anyone that I'm a Christian but back Mm -hmm. then I I kind of kept it to myself and I didn't really talk about it and so Sarah and I would work out a bunch of things together and we had no idea that like that was the path and the journey that we were both on even though it wasn't as strong when we we started working together many years ago we still had a foundation of it but we still didn't know so I think even just talking about it like at the workplace or um, at school and just kind of being forward and open about it I think like God will then 
put the right people into your life, the ones that are supposed to be there, even just from proclaiming that, you know? Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, I think that's really good. Okay, so I guess we can move on to our next question, which this one is a bit more of like a personal question about our business, which is someone asked if our clothing line is still going and do we ship um, internationally? So I don't know if you want to start off with answering that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, so it is still going. We have been very blessed um, to have some amazing customers and um, we haven't done a new collection this year so far, but it is coming. And I think like by the time this podcast comes out, I feel like it'll be a couple weeks away. (laughs) So it's either like a week away or two weeks away, but very close. And yeah, we're really excited about this next collection and it will ship internationally. So we will keep everyone posted on that as well for international listeners. But yeah, we're really excited about this this collection it's a little bit different and um there's a lot more colors and lots of fun things so yeah that's kind mm-hmm. of like yeah my two cents <laughs> yeah <laughs> that yeah we're really excited I think this is the collection that we're the most mm-hmm. excited about and I know like you know we have our pieces ready but we're just getting our things in order but in the meantime I know that we both like have our items that we're like (laughs) secretly wearing because we just love them so much and like I have to wear this but I I was wearing one of the items and I'm like oh I can't wear it on the podcast yet because it's I wanted to do that too I wanted to put it on um, today (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I literally went to and then I was like oh I'm filming a podcast so I can't but yeah we we like absolutely love this collection Mm -hmm. and we're super excited to ship internationally because that's been a big question that we've gotten a lot so yeah, we're super excited for you guys to see it. Mm-hmm. Yes, very, very exciting. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled on our website or our socials. Maybe maybe follow us if you're not already because we will be announcing the date soon for that. Um, let me grab our next uh, question here. Okay, so going into our next one. This is another one about friendships. Okay. So what do you do when you have a friend getting deeper into new age and witchcraft? So I guess this is kind of going off our last episode, which is cool because we actually had a couple questions like this. So thank you for listening to our last episode. I feel like it was really well received, but Mm -hmm. um, I'll let you answer that. Sarah, I'll let you start. Yeah, I think that, well, whether it's like new age or witchcraft or whether it's kind of anything that's like dangerous or sinful, I feel like maybe the answer could apply the same answer could kind of like apply across the board when you're seeing your friend kind of falling into something like that. I do have to start off with saying that I think it depends on if your friend is a Christian or not. Because Mm. if you're, you know, it says in the Bible, I can't remember the exact scripture right now, but it says in the Bible about us, we're like, we don't hold people who are not believers to, I don't mean the same standard as in like in any way that like, oh, we're better, like a standard or anything like that. But in terms of like, um, things that are appropriate and aren't appropriate. So if I have a friend who is not Christian, I'm not, and and I see them going into um, witchcraft and things like that versus a friend who is a Christian going into witchcraft, I'm going to respond very differently to both of them because um, it's like when, when someone is a Christian, they are going, they are supposed to be held at a different level in terms of accountability to God. So you actually Mm -hmm. can, you actually should go and, and I mean, before I, before I say this, but we are able to go and speak to that friend one-on-one and share with them, Hey, like, you know, just so you know, what you're doing is this and that and whatever, um, versus 
if the person is not a Christian, I feel it's going to be a totally different approach because why, you know, they don't have any accountability to God in that case. Why would they be like, oh, it's a sin, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. So um, mm-hmm. I think in my opinion, if it's if it's a friend who is falling into, again, whether it's witchcraft, new age, or anything else that's dangerous, maybe they're um, falling into addictions or drugs or just doing different things like that. I know that the number one thing is to pray for that person truthfully because God mm-hmm. is the one that's going to move on their heart. Um, but I do think that in a loving way, um, you are able to share like, you know, hey, just so you know, like there are, um, as much as this can seem innocent, there are repercussions to things like this. And, and you know, you can share a different testimony. Like for an example, I've recorded some um, testimonies on my YouTube channel of people who have gone from new age to Jesus or um, whatever it is. And I have actually sent that to some of my friends who have been kind of going into new age and witchcraft and things like that. Um, and I think it's a non-aggressive, like less confrontational way of being like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, just so you know, here are some of the repercussions. Here are some things that you can do that that are going to be really harmful to you and, and really praying for that person. But versus like if you know, if the person knows better because they are a Christian, it is a different approach. You can actually, again, not in an aggressive way, but you can actually be like, hey, you know, I want to hold you accountable because this is not okay and, you know, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. So yeah, I think it really depends. Um, What do you think, Natasha? (laughs) Yeah, I agree. It does depend for sure because yeah, their approaches are, or your approach will be different depending on if they are Christian or not. Um, And I also think like, it's valid that a lot of people might not realize that they're dabbling in this kind of thing. Um, They could still be a Christian and not realize. Because I even know for like myself, like I used to watch horror movies and not really think Mm -hmm. anything of it. Like I just liked, I like to be, you know, kind of startled sometimes while I'm watching a movie. I just thought that was kind of like an adrenaline rush or whatever. And yeah, a little thrill, a little thrill here and there. And like, (laughs) I can't, put those on anymore I can't allow myself to do that um because it just is so wrong but that's the conviction I have now versus I didn't have that before and I just kind of thought it was like an innocent thing oh it's just a movie like it, it doesn't even matter and I still work in like film and I will refuse to do things that that have that connotation around it because I just know like at that point you're kind of opening yourself up to like an evil presence even though like it is it is acting. You know what I mean? Like there's things that you like realize as you, as again, your faith matures and even some like little things like, um, yoga. Like I don't practice yoga. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a huge yoga (laughs) person before, but I'm not the most flexible, but I wouldn't even, (laughs) I wouldn't even attempt to do it anymore. Like that wouldn't even be something I would think to do. Or, um, I thought of something else too just a second ago and now I've lost my train of thought. But Yeah, that's really good. The different things. Oh, like like music and saging, like all those things, like they just seem so like yeah. prevalent today and they're they seem mm-hmm. innocent, right? But until you kind of know the backstory on them and like how it invites evil spirits in and that kind of thing, I, I just think that you wouldn't or most Christians wouldn't uh, look at them the same way. So I think even just like if your friend doesn't know, like they could be a Christian, they just don't know. I feel like that would Mm -hmm. be a good first step is just kind of like explaining how some of these Mm -hmm. things can have such a negative impact on their life. And that's kind of a simple way to approach it too, like versus I know you're getting into witchcraft or I know, you know what I mean? Like that you need (laughs) deliverance. I know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Like instead of like going like at it real uh, with four – full force but like you said Sarah like sending a video or something like 
the negative impacts of yoga as a Christian or like, you know, just like something simple, yeah. right? But it doesn't have to be maybe blatant, but you can just kind of just tell them, yeah. you know, like I, I feel like just a lot of people don't know these things and I, I didn't either. So yeah. <laughs> like that is true. That's a that's totally a good point, actually, because it, it you might think like, oh, you know, this person should know better. But there are all things that we didn't know. And until you know you don't know. You, don't know. you, don't, you can't do better. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I I totally agree. And yeah, I know I know lots of Christians that do yoga that um I don't know do do certain things that I'm like oh it's not the best idea to do that. But I totally agree. I think that when you also meet the person with compassion, like kind of sharing with them, hey, you know what? I used to I totally used to do that too, but I had this conviction on this because of these reasons and mm-hmm. um you know, it's something that maybe you can pray into and and look into and at the end of the day, there are a lot of people who are, no matter what, they're just going to be like, "Oh, it's fine. It's not a, it's not a big deal." Mm-hmm. Um and that's, you know, that's their walk with God and they kind of have to be accountable to God in that way. But I, th- I think that's really good. That's totally a good point because not everyone is aware of it. There's a lot of like ignorance when it comes when it comes to those things. And mm-hmm. also even as new new Christians as well, right? Like imagine um, someone even being a newer Christian, how would they know all of these different mm-hmm. things until they get convicted on it, until totally. the Lord shows them? So yeah. that's the other thing is yeah. And it's easy to get caught up in it too. Like I even know that like Halloween's just around the co- the corner like pumpkin spice lattes and all that fun stuff. Like I do love a good pumpkin spice latte. But like oh, yeah. the whole premise love, <laughs> love fall. But the whole <laughs> premise about Halloween is so evil and like so mm-hmm. wrong as a Christian to even celebrate or I, I don't know if you would call it celebrating, but yeah. like even my like my mom and I now like when we decorate the house we will not decorate Halloween we will not participate in Halloween and that's only up until like a few years ago until we really felt on both of our hearts like this is really wrong yeah. like you know what I mean and so yeah. only up until a few years ago we decided like we're not going to do that anymore and we're not going to like participate in in promoting that because you know we're kind of yeah. glorifying it and people don't realize how like satanic and and awful the whole premise is behind it even though it sounds fun and it sounds innocent like oh I get to dress up I get to have fun that whole portion of it is okay but it's like kind of like the evilness that comes with it with the you know all the horror stuff I don't have to explain what comes with it but um yeah so we don't participate in that anymore we just put little pumpkins out and that's a change that was very simple that we made but we both innocently did not realize how wrong it was so yeah Totally. No, 100%. It's, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just one of those things. So I think that that's really good to always kind of be like, um, I don't know what the word is, like, yeah, just being, being kind. Well, obviously you're always going to be kind when you, when you share with someone like what they're doing, if it's dangerous or wrong or anything like that. But um, you never know where that person's at and might have not even occurred to them. So Mm -hmm. I think that that is a definitely a good approach. Okay, so we have one last question. I feel like we're going through these pretty fast, but we just picked four questions because I feel like there's so much to say. Well, there can be so much to say about each question, so we didn't want this to be like an hour long. Um, But the question is, how has your business developed and how do you keep Jesus at the center of it? Yes. So if you want to start off with that one, it's up to you. (laughs) I feel like it's developed really really fast because we didn't have any of these plans when we started Covered by Grace. Like we didn't think we would we would do a podcast. We didn't think we'd do a clothing line. And I feel like just because 
our prayer and like just our teamwork and our connection that we had growing the business, it just made sense to start those things. So I feel like it grew quite fast and God put all these wonderful ideas into our, our head that we didn't have any plans for. Um, mm-hmm. and so they've, yeah, so they've just kind of taken off organically like that for us. And, um, and then in terms of how we keep Jesus at the center of it all, I remember, Sarah, you mentioning this a while back, how we have to look at Jesus as our manager. And mm-hmm. I loved that. Like, just like as our business partner, our manager and everything, that's always stuck with me um, because it's so true. Like, he has to be the he has to be the beginner, beginning, the middle and the end of everything that we do. Like, that's just – otherwise, we're doing it for the wrong reasons. And so – Mm-hmm. that's how we keep I mean that's just the whole thing is he's he's he is our business partner he's our mentor he's our guide and we allow him to work through us to then know the answers because we don't know all the answers and like we were saying like you know thing little things like international shipping and like manufacturers and things like that at first we didn't really know how to navigate all that stuff but now we're at a mm-hmm. point where we feel like a little bit a little bit better about those those things and we know more but it is a journey so I think mm-hmm. um, that's kind of that's my answer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's I think that's definitely accurate for sure. It's it's just been one of those things that has been like God inspired and developed. And then I think um, I totally agree with keeping Jesus at the center of it. And people can like our listeners can also take from this as well mm-hmm. with their business or their ministry or whichever it is that they're doing. I definitely think it can be easy to get carried away and not remember why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, we talked about this on a podcast episode one time and kind of just like getting carried away with all these ideas, but without asking God, like, is this even your idea Mm -hmm. or was this our idea or what is this? So I think that sometimes when I notice that I feel like I'm starting to get carried away then, or it's just kind of becoming like, kind of just pumping out content without like kind of reconsidering, I think that it's always good to um, kind of get, What's the word? I can't think of the word again. I was going to say recap. That's not the word. You know how sometimes like every few months, I would say every four months or every six months, we like sit down and we like kind of um, like go over everything again and we're like, like a re- regroup. regroup. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. <laughs> like a regroup. And just like, all right, what do we want these next like four months to look like in terms of mm-hmm. podcast episodes? And we know what do we want this to look like? And um, yeah, a lot of the times I just pray and I'm like, Lord, like if this is not a good idea, if this is not a good podcast episode, if this is not a good topic, if this is not a good partnership, like idea for going partnering with other people and whatever it is that I'm like, just close the door mm-hmm. and, and show us and don't allow us to like keep moving forward with something because we don't want to just keep doing something in the name of Jesus, but, but Jesus is not the center of it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of always try to rededicate whether it's the pod, whether it's the podcast, the clothing line, whether it's Navloom Academy, whatever it is. I'm like, Hey Lord, if I just got carried away and like ran away on my own and started doing my own thing, then, um, then just show me. So yeah, I think it's a it's something that you do together as business partners, but something that you also do as individuals. Mm-hmm. And for our listeners, like, yeah, if you have a business, if you have a ministry, if you have a YouTube channel, if you have a social media page, I think always taking that time to like pause and regroup and be like, okay, why am I doing this? Um, what is the Lord saying about this? Because sometimes the Lord also tells you like to take a break too, right? Like he could be like, all right. I mean, I know a lot of people where the Lord will tell them you need to fast from social media and they're like but that's how I make my income and he's like well you have to fast for three months or something you <laughs> yeah know? um and so yeah I think just paying attention to the voice of God and not getting not getting pushed like by the hustle and feeling like you have to 
keep going because he's the one that's going to sustain it ultimately. So that's my two cents about that. Yes. Yes. Very good. <laughs> no, I agree with all that. And I think like, especially like for Covered by Grace, like since we are talking about how it kind of came together and like how it's evolving, it's something that we both look as like ministry for us. Like we both do this because we we want to do it. We love to do it. It's, there's no other, there's no other like factor behind it. And I think that that's another thing too. Like that's kind of when you know, like Jesus is at the center of it because we genuinely just want to help, help people where we can, like help uh, tell stories, tell testimonies, and kind of have people's voices heard in that way um, because we want to relate what we go through with you guys and and vice versa. Like we want to, we just want to learn, we want to grow, but we also want to share as well. And so there's there's that. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's really good. I, I totally agree. And actually, just to add one more thing, I was just listening to a podcast episode today. And in it, they were saying like, when are you ready to start giving out to other people? Like, you know, you're receiving and you're growing and you're learning. And when are you ready to start giving out to other people? Um, and they basically said, like, you don't have to be at this place where you're perfect and you know everything mm -hmm. and whatever it is like you share you share as you learn so I think for us as well like we're learning and we're growing our own faith and we just get to come on here and, and share what our own journey has been like share other people's stories and so we're all learning together so that's what's pretty yes. cool about doing it I think <laughs> yeah it is cool it, it is and and we're all growing together like you said because it's not it's not like a a destination thing like it's a continuous thing that we have to all work on so I love that that was really good <laughs> that kind of sums it up for yeah. today um but we do like these yeah. episodes we we find it fun to answer questions so feel free if you have any you can just send us a message uh on our website or Instagram and we can maybe do another one like mm -hmm. this because they are fun yeah, they are fun. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd really love your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and give us a review, it would mean so much to us. It helps us to continue creating more content just like this. We really appreciate the support and we'll see you guys in the next episode.